independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. Hello. Yay. Here we are. Friday again. Didn't I say that last Friday? I think Fridays come so fast. They Well, when you're busy, they do. <laughs> and if anybody's busy, it's me. All right. So I'm going to show on Twitter just what I do again. So thank you for joining me if you are on Twitter. Just for a short time, if you want to then follow, you can look for on Facebook. You can follow my um, Facebook page, which is just Stephanie Dolce. So it's just... You don't even have to, like, be my friend on Facebook because it's public. So you can just go ahead on um, Facebook and follow me. If not, don't worry. I'm going to be posting it on my YouTube channel, and it'll be posted as a podcast on Spotify and Radio Public and all the other um, ones that people listen to podcasts. All right. So for Twitter purposes, since I'm going to show Twitter quick, um, what I talk about mostly on Twitter here that we always talk about are athletes and the use of social media. And again, I, I don't understand. They don't. Why don't you get this? Like, all right, so you're an athlete. You are you really need to not tweet. Well, I usually don't put this out there, but no, 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 no. There's no but if you know that you're not supposed to put it out there on Twitter then you should not be putting it out there on Twitter. And I'll say it again. I think I'm going to say this every single week. If you are emotionally invested in a situation offline, you are too emotionally invested to be on social media because you're going to end up saying things that are wrong, number one. Two, going to make you look bad. Three, they're not going to be appropriate. And if regular people do that, they get fired. And athletes have gotten fired because of what they post on Twitter. Um, we can mention Antonio Brown because, I mean, that's basically the reason why he's not in the NFL anymore. Because he likes to go on Twitter and have profanity-laced tweets about the NFL. But then he wants them to pay him. So, no. Um, and just to say this to Quincy on the Jets, if you missed the two treatments that you were getting and you couldn't attend to have those two treatments, isn't it your responsibility to call up the team and say, um, yeah, I, I know I was scheduled today to come in for treatment, but unfortunately I cannot attend today. Can I rearrange my schedule to come in another day? Like a normal person. Like if I can't go somewhere, what do I do? I call people up and say, okay, well, I can't come today. You know, I do that all the time with lots of clients and and all different things. I can't come today or this time can we switch times around. You cannot be a no-call, no-show, because that's what they call it. I used to work for the Department of Labor. We know. No-call, no-show is not a good sign. And then blame the team for finding you and putting it on there on Twitter. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't make the Jets look bad. That makes you look bad. And you're on injured reserve right now, and you're getting $30 million guaranteed. I think you can handle losing $29,000. Uh, just me. But you probably can handle that. And that should not be public knowledge. No one needs to know that. Why? Because it should be in-house. See, that's what like a lot of people don't get and a lot of young people don't get. You put way too much information on social media. I don't need to know lots of different things. What's happening in your life? Like Everything that's happening in your life doesn't have to be dictated on social media. 
And if you're on a team, I don't need to know about your x-rays. I don't need to know about your MRIs. I don't need to know about your fines. I don't need to know about your surgeries. We don't need to know that you had a squabble in the clubhouse or the locker room. We don't need to know that you had a fight with the coach. We don't need to know all these different things or that you didn't trust you know, the, um, the management by not trading you or by trading you or whatever. Certain things need to be in-house and handled without the public's knowledge because what you keep forgetting is every time you tweet, the beat writers follow you. You create the narrative now all by yourself because then people are going to look into it and they're going to read what they want to read. See, that's what happens on social media. Most of the time, people don't actually read. And I did this on one of my other shows. Um, I give the example of this girl who posted this. She posted, you know, hi, my name is Beth and I sell apple pies. I will be selling my apple pies tomorrow at five, between three and 5 p.m. for $10. And all the responses underneath it were, what time can I get an apple pie? Where are you selling them? How much money are they? I've tried to contact you via email about the apple pies, but no success. How can I, how can I contact you? And she had that whole entire list of how you can get an apple pie, what time she's selling the apple pies, where she's selling the apple pies, and the amount of money she's selling the apple pies for in the post, but nobody read it. They just saw that she's selling an apple pie. That's all the people read. They didn't read every little thing that she posted, and they all looked stupid in the responses because she told you what time she was selling them. She said between 3 and 5 p.m. She told you where. I don't remember where she said she was. And then she also told you how much money they were, $10. So if you actually read the whole thing, you would have gotten all that information and not had to look like a fool. Well, you know, and that's basically what social media does. It makes people look foolish every single day because they don't read everything. And then sometimes they read what they think they're reading, but they're not really reading it. And then what happens? Then they start misinterpreting what you're saying. And remember, like online, you can't read someone's tone. Just like in text messages, you can't read how somebody really said something. So that's why I use hashtags. So you'll know when I'm sarcastic because I'll put hashtag sarcasm. And then you can read it exactly that way. Or I'll put, you know, hash, whatever other hashtags I use. But it's mostly I write mostly in sarcasm, so... I will put that down for you so you will be able to uh, you know, know how exactly my tone is. If I'm being you know, s- you know, sassy or am I being truthful or am I being sad or am I happy, you'll figure it out. All because of my hashtags. Um, and that's basically how you're supposed to actually post, by the way. Um, you can't expect people to understand your tone of voice when they're reading something because everybody's going to read it and take it in in the way that they want to take it. And I've seen that happen so many times. So now if you are on Twitter, you need to now move on over to Facebook because I'm shutting this Twitter down right now so I can use my device for something else. <laughs> so if you, you want to understand that, well, that's just the way life goes. So you can follow me on Facebook. Um, anyway, so that ends Twitter. Alright, so that's what I got a little taste. They got a taste last week, so they got the whole show last week. I mean, what am I talking about? Alright, so let's talk about Instagram. Okay, 
Instagram rolled out, well, started to roll out this week. Okay, that's not all. When they roll things out, because they're they're owned by Facebook, by the way, if you didn't know that. When they start rolling things out, it's a slow roll. It's not everybody that, it doesn't affect everybody right away. Um, It starts affecting some people. So now some people are the test. They're part of the test group for this. So they rolled out getting rid of likes here in the U.S., on posts. So what does that mean? So that means if, you know, if Apple is following Orange on Instagram, Apple will no longer get to see Orange's post likes. So how many times somebody liked Orange's posts. But Apple will only get to see how many people liked their posts. So you won't be able to see how many times somebody liked something or viewed something, which is a very good idea. And it's a long time coming, and they should have done this a while ago uh, for many, many reasons. And I can tell you one of the reasons is because of all the um, all the influencers who basically have been stealing money from people for probably years base it on, on likes. And it you can buy bots, by the way, uh, actually liking things. So you can have fake people liking your stuff. Um and it doesn't even look like they're liking it. So, okay, that was Facebook. Um, where's my special... I, I just got an email, literally, about Instagram. I just saw it this morning. I must have to go look at it again somewhere else. Okay, because now I'm going too far down. Um, yeah, so and then Instagram also did something. They're doing something else, which is kind of neat what they're doing. Let me see. Oh, I know where it is because it was in the wrong folder. I got sent to the wrong folder. Here we are. Okay. Scheduling Instagram pokes, pokes, yeah, posts from your desktop. So that's your laptop with Facebook Creator Studio. All right. So you can now do this. It's easy to schedule posts and manage your Instagram content from your desktop. So now again, they're just rolling this out again. So you may not have it yet. But eventually, you should have it. Everybody's going to have it. So what, what you can do now on Instagram is you can schedule um, you can schedule your posts from Instagram through Facebook, which Facebook loves because, again, if you ever schedule your Facebook posts, like with Buffer and Hootsuite and all the other ones, I don't know if you've noticed, but your... Um, your organic reach is way down because Facebook does not like when people use those for Facebook because they have a scheduler system in Facebook business pages. Um, I just want to see what they said here. Complete guide, blah, 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 how to schedule. All right, there's a video. I can Maybe I can post that video for you all. They sent me a video of how um, you can go ahead and schedule things. But it's pretty simple. you got to go into your business page. And on the left-hand side on your desktop, when you scroll on the side, on the left, you'll see in the middle of the, of the page, you'll see Facebook Creator Studio. Just click it. You're, and then if your Instagram account is, a, is connected to your Facebook account, it'll be there. And then you can just click it. And then the little scheduler will be on top. And then you click that. And then you can schedule your Instagram posts, which is really cool. And it's about time. Because, like I said, a lot of um, outsiders that you use to post don't really work that efficiently. Of course, 
they don't like me saying that. And like, oh, like later is another one. Yeah, no, they have some they have some good content ideas, but uh, I never found that later actually worked that well. Um, so here's some more stuff about Instagram stories. So Instagram stories again. Some people are complaining that their views are down, so they must have changed the algorithm again for Instagram stories because at, at first everybody was like using them at a very high rate. So everybody's organic reach was really high. Now they've lowered it. Again, they've changed it again because, you know, they just like to mess up whatever's working to screw with everybody else. Um, Okay, so why your Instagram story views have suddenly dropped. Okay, if you take time to look at who watches your stories, you may have noticed a lot of accounts watching your stories either don't follow you or they happen to be located in Russia. Earlier this year, Instagram confirmed it was aware of the influx of fake views on Instagram stories. The cause of this was people paying, uh ready, like what I said, third-party bot services to view millions of stories on their behalf in a bid to increase their exposure and grow their following. Back in August of this year, Instagram confirmed that they were attempting to crack down on this new bot activity. Facebook's also doing that too, and I'll talk about that after. Um, It will introduce new measures to reduce such an activity. Fast forward three months later, and it seems like Instagram's crackdown on fake story views have finally arrived. Notice the dramatic decline in your story views. Okay, so that's what happens when you get, and you get people to buy fake bots for things. And that happens on YouTube too with with, uh, view video views. You can, I mean, it takes like $75 and you can get 5,000 people, well, 5,000 fake views. Um, it's not that expensive. All right. So here's how to increase Instagram story views. Well, review your, measure your stuff. So Instagram growth starts with understanding your Instagram and it's no different from stories. So check your Instagram story analysis to see if you've noticed a general decrease in impressions or reach which is actually views, and then rank your story by impressions to see your top and bottom stories, which is a very good idea to do. Um, You can increase it by adding relevant hashtags and locations. Now, do not go crazy and add 30. 30 is over. It doesn't work. It doesn't work then also when you think that you're you're outsmarting the algorithm by putting the hashtags in a comment the algorithm already picks up on that. So if you haven't noticed, you're not really helping your cause, you're hurting it by doing that. Um, add Instagram stories to get their own dedicated space at the top of the ha- uh, top of a hashtag or location search result page. So if you're not adding your hashtags to your stories, now's a good time to start. I always say at least add three. You only can add one with the actual hashtag that they give you to do, and then you can write in you know, using the A and the, the, the capital A and the lowercase A, you can actually then write in two more. And you can actually, sometimes you can hide them. So, for example, if you have a white background, use the white writing and then hide it somewhere within the post so nobody can see that you're actually using a hashtag. Um, or, like, if you have a black background, you can use black writing and so forth. Um, those actually really work really well. Um, Adding location can help you increase views because as people search for locations, they'll be able to scroll through the stories attached to the location. And I said that from day one. Always try to make sure you add a location. Now, for here in Rockland County, add New York City. Don't add Rockland County. 
don't add wherever you are, Nanuet, New City, you know, Nyack Valley Cottage. Don't add those because uh, chances are you're not going to get that many views anyway from Rockland County. You're going to get the views from New York City, Manhattan. Best, best, even if you're not there, it doesn't matter that you're not there. You really don't want people to know where you are anyway. You just want to add a location to your posts. They make them, they make them better. Um, it says here you can add 10 hashtags to a story. No. Include one clickable, which is the sticker, which is the hashtag sticker, and then add just two more, maybe three. Don't add 10. That's just, no. You don't want it to look messy and goopy. You want it to look clean and neat and fun. That's what the, that's what the whole point of it, the whole purpose of an Instagram story is. All right. Um, dun, dun, dun. Let's see if they give me another tip here. Okay. Um, consistently posting Instagram stories. Yes. So the more consistent you post on Instagram stories, the greater chance you have of reaching your audience as they will tap through their story feed throughout the day. With each new story, you'll bump to the top of your followers' feed, creating positive snowball effect for your content exposure. So that's what I said. So for those people that like to add like 25 freaking Instagram stories, please stop it. I'm not looking at all 25. The whole point of an Instagram story, now they go away after 24 hours. So, time it right. You don't, the most you should put is five at once if you're going to do five. If you're going to do one, do five. Five's a good number because people will look at five. If you have more than five, and I've seen athletes do this, celebrities do this, I've seen baseball player teams do this, teams do this. Um, I've seen so many people do this. They have like 25 little tiny little stories. And I'm, do you think I'm going to go through all 25? No. After like number three, I'm pretty much almost done. Maybe four. And I'm done. So that's why I say if you're going to, then add five. But if you're going to add video to your Instagram story, make it just 15 seconds. So cut the rest of it off. And then just add it to your Instagram TV and then post it as a post for Instagram TV for people to then go watch the whole entire video. They can go to your Instagram channel, your TV channel. Just so much easier. And it looks better. It does look better. Um, how to increase. Um, use engagement driving stickers. Yeah, I'm not really that high on stickers, but you can use stickers. Um, like, you know, like the one where it says, what, um, like the question one and that kind of, eh, they're all right. Question stickers are okay. I don't really find them helpful. So, I mean, if you do, go, go for it. If you don't, then don't use it. Um, and my one of my favorite things that I love my old my high school that they do is every Tuesday they have Takeover Tuesday and they pick a student mostly from the younger grades to take over their Instagram stories for the whole entire day and it's just a different view from a different person. That's an awesome thing for businesses to do is to find somebody to take it over. You know, Tuesday Takeover Tuesday and take over your Instagram stories and then create five stories for that day that would be and that's also fun to do and you get a different perspective of your business and who you are and and i even think athletes should do that you should have a different athlete on the team maybe a teammate take over your instagram and post fun content on your instagram from a different perspective i think always different perspectives are always really good to have on instagram um and also cross-promote. So you can cross-promote from TikTok to Instagram. And from Instagram to TikTok. And then you can take your TikTok 
story that you created on TikTok and post it on Twitter. And then you can take that and then post it for your Facebook story. See, so you can cross promote where you are at all times, but not at the same time. So spread that out. You don't want it to be everywhere at the same time. The whole purpose is to have people follow you across every single platform. And of course, now you have a better chance of getting genuine engagement through real human interaction. That's what helps your Instagram, is the interaction with real people, and you're real. Um, you're not a bot. If you act like a bot on Instagram, you're not going to do it very well. If you act like a person, you're going to do extremely well. And I just have to say, I mean, in the beginning when I was on Instagram for a couple athletes like Jamal Adams and I believe Robbie Anderson, they you could not interact with them with their Instagram stories. They have now changed that, and I just want to say thank you for doing that because I like to intera- interact with all the athletes, and I like to interact with you know with other people on Instagram stories because that's the purpose of an Instagram story. The purpose is not for me just to see here I am here I'm at the mall picture. Then here I am wearing my jeans and my new favorite sneakers here. Here I am getting into a car. Here. Here I am catching a football. Here. That's not the purpose. The purpose is so fans can interact with you. So if you're a celebrity and you're an athlete, that's the purpose of your Instagram story. It's not just to, here I am rehearsing on stage. Here I am at, you know, at this movie set getting ready to do my part. Here I am doing this or doing that. That's not the purpose of an Instagram story. So I wish more people would understand that because that's not the purpose of it. Um, So now we'll go into talking about TikTok quick. So TikTok. Now, I know it's a Chinese-based company. That's what makes TikTok rather unique is the fact that it came from China and into the U.S. when usually apps are created here in the U.S. and then they go international. It's always the opposite way. But TikTok has the controversy with them based on privacy problems because it, it, people are concerned that China is trying to take um, the United States users, um, you know, the data. So um, I don't think I have anything latest to say. Let me check my email, little email box here, and I will say because I usually get... Um, so many stories on everything. Let's see. News. Where are we? Um, hmm. Well, not really. Like, everything's been, like, old. So it was, like, two weeks ago this controversy started with the privacy settings. Um, so if your kids are on it, I would just tell them, like I said, they post way too much anyway. Um, they don't need to post where they live. They don't need to post their phone number. They don't need to post their email address. They don't need to post their cell phone number. Uh, make sure they're not posting that kind of stuff or showing um, how much money they have in a bank account. You would be surprised. I've seen it all. Um, somebody literally, I don't know, it was not on TikTok. It was on a different site. Literally posted their checking account number with the amount of money that's in it. I'm like, how stupid does one person have to be? Um, you don't want to do that. Um, why the popular may be China's last data grab. Okay, so here is the whole story. I'm just going to quickly read it. The latest app stirring up controversy about foreign access to personal data is TikTok, which has quickly become a viral hit for adults and teens. And for ba- and football teams, I have to say. 
um, and basketball teams. For those of you who haven't heard of TikTok, you might remember it by its former name, <laughs> musical.ly. Music, musical.ly was acquired by a Beijing-based media company named, yeah, don't even ask me. The app was originally created by a Chinese business partner back in 2014. After it was acquired in 2017, the name was changed to TikTok. The app is used to create music videos and or watch other music video create, created by others. Where 15 minutes of fame usually is the goal, TikTok enables you to create short videos, which gives you 15 seconds of fame at most. At, I mean, that's the least amount of time you can do it is 15. The most you can do it is 60. Um, my, uh, how we got our attention. Well, the warning as of June 2019, TikTok has amassed uh, over 1 billion users with an average age of 16 to 24. For five straight quarters, TikTok was the most downloaded app in the Apple's App Store. Then the U.S. government has launched a national search review of TikTok um, owner, blah, blah, blah. The odd thing about the inquiry is the transaction took place over two years ago. And the government is now just launching the inquiry. Well, I'll be surprised. No. So, I mean, that's basically what the problem is, is about the app with the privacy settings. But the good news is Instagram is now creating its own version of TikTok. So exciting. Like they need another one. They probably need another one anyway, because I can tell you Instagram TV did not go off as, um, as a plan. So let's say if I can find... Um, okay, so now they launched this Instagram stories type TikTok thing. So Instagram stories launches TikTok clone called Reels, R-E-E-L-S, in Brazil. So Instagram is launching a video music remix feature to finally fight back against the Chinese social rival TikTok. Instagram Reels lets you make 15-second video clips set to music and share them as stories with the potential to go viral on the, t on the news top reels um, of their Explorer section. Just like TikTok, users can use soundtrack-like reels with, with huge catalogs of music or borrow the audio from anywhere else's audio um, and, and, and anyone else's video to create a remix of their meme or joke. Reels is launching on the iOS and the Android, but limited to just Brazil, where it's called, don't even ask me to pronounce it, I'll spell it, C-E-N-A-S. Reels leverages all of Instagram's most popular features to Frankenstein together a remarkable um, competitor to TikTok's rich features and community of 1.5 billion users. So we're eventually going to see this here, I will tell you. And because it's owned by Facebook, I will not be surprised if you see it today's November, December, January, February, March, April, by April. Uh, they're quick on that. Unlike Twitter, who I'm still fighting with to create an edit button. Because, you know, God forbid they actually do something worthwhile and create something that everybody can actually use. Is the edit button. There are many times I can't stand Twitter just for that reason. Because uh, you, you, you know, autocorrect sometimes ruins all your words. So you have to go back in and then correct the word. It's not that word or the grammar is wrong or you, you, you spell something. You can't just tweet that out. You do have to fix that. Um, unfortunately, some people don't and they look foolish. And then they get mad at the grammar Nazis for coming after people. Uh, yeah, well, if you're a business, it looks bad. 
just like the other day when I saw a restaurant here in Rockland County um, just launched our second location. Instead of saying our location, O-U-R, they went our, oh no, your or our location, A-R-E, R, R location. That's it. That's how it says. R, okay. I'm like, oh my God, no, that's bad grammar. Um, it's our, our new location, not the other word. Um, um, do, 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 do. So that pretty much sums that up. So next week's show will be a little later than 3. I'm probably thinking it's going to be probably 3.15 start because I have to take a course all day next Friday. How lucky am I um, for cheerleading because I coach cheerleading for those that don't know. Um, so I have to take a course from 8 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon and this better be a darn good course. That's all I have to say. And this better not be one of those courses I can't stand because the ones that they can actually put on the computer and I can watch it at home and take the course at home on my laptop during my, my, my spare time and, you know, have a couple of days to take it, you know, and then submit the tests and do all that kind of stuff. And then they automatically send you the certificate like I've taken many, many times. It better not be one of those. Because <laughs> you know me, you know, I'll say something when I'm there. Like, you know, you're wasting my day. I could have done this at home. So hopefully that's not the case. This better be very good. Um, so that'll be next Friday. And then the following Friday, if you can believe it, is Black Friday, Shopping Friday, Thanksgiving. So there'll be no show then. And then we will be into December already, the end of the year. So you know, last year, at the end of the year, I did my end of the year, the best posts that I've seen all year, the worst posts I've seen all year, um, Thing, and then the forecast for 2020. So that basically will be what to the, um, December will be about. And then, of course, you know, people screwing up on social media. And I'll talk about it here because people never let me down when it comes to that kind of stuff. All right. And that basically wraps it up. So have a great weekend and I will see you all next Friday. Bye.